Check, check, one, two, check, one, two. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Actually, not in the lounge. This is, uh, I guess, a subgenre episode. This is a Bobby Vibrations episode because I am hiking right now. You can tell from the poor audio quality. You can tell from the sound of nature behind me. You can tell from the sound of my feet hitting the dirt. You can tell that I haven't done this in a long time. Uh, Briefly, I did a, I guess, like a season of Bobby Vibrations, which was a self-help thing. But then, like, you know, I got to be honest, I'm not, uh, I am aware of, like, telling people what they should do is not a good look. I, I just always, each person just experiences their own experience, right? Some people are having a lesser than experience because they're depressed or something bad has happened to them. And then there's other people who are flying high on that disc, on a space rock in the universe called Earth. Uh, you know, that didn't make any sense, that statement. But hey, I'm out here in the woods feeling good. I hope that you have a place that makes you feel good. You know, do you have something like that in your life? Not trying to sound so self-helpy and shit like that, but like, look, it's important. You know, I was talking to my wife about this. You know, we've been together for 20 years and... I was talking to her about the importance of self-care the other day because she's the boss of her, you know, job. It's very stressful. She's in charge of people, but she's not just in charge of people, like, people's tasks, you know? Like, their lives get mixed up in that shit, you know what I mean? And, like, let's be honest. You can have a boss who cares about you or you can have a boss who doesn't give two flying fucks about you. Part of my language if you're somebody who's under the age of 18. But regardless... We should all take care of each other. We should all feel good in our natural environments, right? It's a shame that you have to go somewhere to feel good. You should be able to take that energy of the place or thing that makes you feel good with you everywhere. And, you know, I I try to do that daily, man. Like, I've been, uh, I I don't, I, I guess, like, when I was 36 or 37, I was just, I was starting to become more and more aware of my unhealthy lifestyle, right? I mean, I was very sedentary. I would get done work. I would go to the couch had a, a Madden online addiction, you know, I would sit there for hours just playing this game and just wasting away, like, and I'm not saying that video games is a waste of time, because let's be honest, it's a great source of entertainment. I was doing that among several things, and I wasn't taking care of my body, right, I wasn't exercising. I always felt embarrassed to go to the gym, uh, body parts that weren't flattering, in my opinion, to myself, and all types of things, you know, a, a, a plethora of shame throughout a lifetime of being um, someone who would uh, look at, you know, a poster of somebody with a six-pack and say, man, that's never going to happen for me, you know, or something like that. And I just, I I got fat, you know, I mean, like, um, there's no way around it. And like, uh, I, I can tell you, honestly, from a very honest point of view. I'm actually in the honest place right now. So yeah, I mean, like, I remember each time somebody fat shamed me or made me feel sad, you know, um, it hurt, you know, and it's weird because it's like you, I I was thinking about this the other day, post the therapy session, right? If you're somebody who has gone through an entire lifetime of not ever being made fun of or not ever being on the opposite end 
of uh, negativity. It, it, it sucks, man. Like, it sucks so bad because it's like your mental health suffers from it. And then it's not just like something that is like you're sick for the week. You're sick for the rest of your life unless you get help, you know. Um, there's just like many times like, you know, like somebody would comment like uh, that shirt's too tight or, you know, they would call me blob or boob names that were uh, unflattering towards somebody who was a little bit overweight, you know. And, and like, each time it would happen, you know, I, I guess, like, I would have to play it off like it didn't hurt me. But, man, dude, like, that shit hurt, you know? And it, it hurt so bad that I let 36 years go by before I was like, yo, you got to do something here, you know? Like, and, like, I used to hike, you know, like I am now, and that was, like, exercise. But now, I guess I am a gym rat because, like, lately, people, like, it's weird when you um, uh, have these body image image problems because it's like people now are like referring to me as the strong one in the group and I don't feel strong I mean I guess I am way stronger than I was years ago but like I don't know like when you've been shamed and you've been like you know made fun of for so long like that shit still sticks man and it hurts still you know it's like it's just weird it's like I just I, basically it's just you know like body image and like commenting on other people's bodies it's just a shitty thing, you know, and there's one person in particular who's been on my thoughts for a long time, and I can't really find her online or anything like that, and, like, you know, her her name was Robin Yasky, and um, I've been thinking about this girl for a couple years now because she was somebody who was bullied in high school, and, excuse me, high, elementary school all the way into high school, you know, they would do things to her, say things, and I never made fun of her, but I never did anything about it, man. I never stopped these fucking kids from, like, calling her fat, dumb, idiotic shit, you know what I mean? Like, and it hurts, because it's like, I work with kids now, and I also see, like, how much it affects them in a TikTok world, you know? Like, this is, like, 25, 30 years ago, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I just, I don't know, I, I, I would like to be able to contact her and say, hey, I'm really sorry for not putting an end to that shit, you know, because it, it's just not right when that happens, you know, and it's like, uh, I, I mean, I'm in therapy, you know what I mean, and like, you know, for somebody whose mental health was, you know, teetering on the, teetering on the edge of, like, reason some, sometimes, you know, like, I, you know, I needed help, amongst other things, I mean, like, there was an element towards, um, body shaming that, like, I never really, like, touched upon until recently when people start commenting on my body again and saying how strong I am, and it's, like, it's weird. It's weird because it's, like, normally, I guess that comment would make you feel good, but to me, it's, like, a, uh, it's, like, oh, man, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just weird, but it's, like, look, I, I don't even exercise for the body, for the six-pack, for the chiseled, you know, looks. I, I'm literally doing it for my mental health because that is exactly how I got myself to have a better life, you know? Like, I, I more energy, like sleeping, you know, soundly and waking up at dawn and biking eight miles every day. Uh, I, I, I don't even – I don't go bike on the road. I got one of them spinner bikes. I'm a spinner, y'all. Uh, God, that shit's fun, dude, you know, and, like, 
cutting back on caffeine, starting to eat more fruit, starting to do things that generate more energy, generate more testosterone, generate more, you know, energy, because I don't think I had any any energy, man, before, before the age of 36, I don't know, like, caffeine and shit like that, like, you know what I mean, like, I'm talking, like, I didn't work out at all, like, hiking, you know, break a sweat, kind of, but, like, to get your heartbeat all the way up there, you know, that's something that, you know, you gotta do, and, you know, this is also, it's like, I also feel people who, um, I feel for people who were like, oh, man, I just need to get on this regiment. Bob, how do you get on that bike every day? How do you do it? You know, and it's like uh, there is no answer for that shit, dude. There just isn't. You know what I mean? There's no meme or there's no, like, graphics to throw on the screen. There's none of that. Really, it's just got to come down to you. You know what I mean? Like, that in itself, I guess, is like kind of like a self-help uh, guru type bullshit thing. But it's like, look, man, I also make my bed every day. It's a fulfillment it fulfills me, but it's also an agreement that I have with myself, an agreement that if I make my bed, that's one job that I've accomplished already. And I'm talking like your work day's better. It sounds nuts, right? But I mean, like most people, they maybe have a routine that goes like this. They get up out of bed, right? And then they're like, ah, oh, got to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Gotta check that Instagram. Yeah. Maybe go on Twitter for a little bit. Uh, maybe check that. Start posting the Reddit. Ow! Oh, and then the next thing you know, an hour's passed. You've had three cups of coffee. You gotta take a shit. You're out of your mind. You know what I mean? You're rushed. That's the other thing, dude. Don't rush in the morning. Even if you got kids, it sounds nuts because you're exhausted. I get it. But make sure you get up before them, man. Get up before them and have a little bit of time for yourself. You know what I mean? Set set some sort of day's intention. Now listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts about self-help, self-guru, you know, all that shit. I dash between the twos. You can't really stick with one. You know what I mean? You've got to accumulate a bunch of knowledge. That's what I like about life so far is that you can listen to podcasts while you hike. <laughs> and, you know, get get better. Theo Vaughn, man, I said it, I think, uh, last week's episode, man, I quote this motherfucker, I don't even know if this is the quote, but I mean, he said something like, when I do shit that makes me uncomfortable, I grow. Getting up out of bed, doing something that's uncomfortable, if you're used to sitting down, just get up on the bike, go! And you got a bike, drink water too, I mean, that's one thing that I never realized, like, shit, dude, you're dehydrated as all hell. Can't remember what podcast that's from, but dude, that changed my life, realizing that drinking water first in the morning... Is the way to go, man, because you just feel awesome, you know? And, like, yeah, I, I did quit smoking cigarettes almost, like, three, three and a half years ago now. Um, not going to lie, still think about it, you know? I'm not going to be one of those guys that's like, oh, I've done it. I've done it. I've kicked the habit. I'm on my way to the future. Nah. I... I, I see people in their car with a cigarette hanging out the window, and I see them, like, ash. And, like, I try to live vicariously in that moment of ashing with them. I miss the ash, you know what I mean? I miss the, the, the cool 90s feeling of it, you know? Like, there was a period in my life where I remember thinking, like, I just love smoking cigarettes so much that I'm going to smoke forever. Kurt Cobain smoked. All my, you know, childhood idols smoked. Got to do it, you know? And, uh, yeah, I was completely mistaken that, to think that, um, 
it was going to be a lifestyle choice for me. Because once I quit smoking cigarettes, dude, start, you know, like, really living life. I mean, like, some people say, oh, I can taste food now. That's bullshit. I always tasted the food. But I wasn't, like, really doing well. Can I, can you, thank you. So, like, right now I'm walking through Bell's Mills, right? I'm yielding. And uh, that's always a scary thing. Because people here in Pennsylvania, they ain't really sure, like, if they... If they're going to yield, they don't get it. You know, I mean, California, they stop on the dime, but here in Philadelphia, they're like, ah, I'm not so sure. So here's the thing, right? Look, I'm being honest. I'm being raw. I'm being candid. I'm being Bobby Vibrations on the podcast. This is actually, this is episode 350, by the way, which is wild, dude. But uh, before we get to the 350 thing, let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you something real quick. I'm about to go up. What's the name of this drum right here? I don't know what this hill is called, but I'm going up into the Andorra Meadow. Excuse me, the Andorra Meadow, okay? I've just left Bell's Mills. I'm making a right. And this hill kicks your ass. It kicks my ass. Sometimes I run, but right now I'm going to walk, and then we're progressively going to see how much I lose my breath. But here's a little tip, too. If you're somebody who likes to hike hills, wear a hat, too. Okay, wear a hat for this trick. Don't look at the horizon when you're climbing a hill. Just look straight down, straight down to where your feet are at. And you'll be able to accomplish a lot more because you're in the moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, if I could only remember what I was talking about just a moment ago before we conquered this hill. <sighs> this is wrong. Oh, yeah. Addiction. Feeling good. That's enough of that shit, you know? It's enough of trying to explain myself to you. <laughs> But yeah, I've got more energy these days, and I'm thankful for it. I have immense gratitude towards the lifestyle changes I was able to make. And everybody who used to make fun of me and call me names back in the day, it's cool. Because I probably wouldn't have done this shit if it wasn't for you guys, you know? And look, I tipped the scale, too. I mean, like last night, dude, I had a little bit too many celery sticks with peanut butter. Went a little bit crazy up on that butter. About peanut butter, man. My body, though, is starting to slowly be like, no, it doesn't love you back. Because, man, your digestive system isn't the same as it was 20 years ago. You know? Your whole body's different. So why not take care of it a little bit more? <laughs> a lot of energy today. Sun feels good. So right now, I'm about halfway up this beast. Beast underneath. But yeah, I'm very happy that uh, I've continued this solo-type podcast thing, you know? 350 episodes. It's quite a quite a feat to be had, you know? Uh, it's going on 10 years, which is just crazy, dude, you know? Never thought I'd be doing this 10 years later. This has now surpassed Downtown Harvest. This has now surpassed anything I've ever done creatively. And it feels good to stick with something. It feels good to commit, you know, like I'll take a couple months off and then it's really cool when I see you guys chiming in or watching the episode. I'm going to just take a seat here halfway through so I can catch my breath. But yeah, it's nice that you guys came on this hike with me because Sometimes it's hard to find somebody to come with me just because our schedules are so different as we got older. Friends of mine, friends of yours, maybe. But I'm so thankful for this moment in my life that 
you and I can be here together in my favorite place in the whole wide world. I, I love this place so much. It stayed the same since I was a little boy, and I'm connected towards nature, man, in a way that I just never thought I would because my folks weren't really into camping or anything like that, you know? Like, I credit Drew Reed and um, several others from my youth for bringing me out here. Mark Stern, I believe, was the first to ever bring Drew and I out here, and I have not seen Mark Stern more than maybe three times since high school's wrapped. If that, really. If anybody knows what he's up to, please tell him Bobby Cahill said hello. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good, guys. You know, I'm feeling good. I've been uh, trying to start writing again. I completed a screenplay not too long ago with a friend of mine. And uh, it was the first time I had co-written something with somebody else other than my brother. And it was a, a lovely experience, but... Some of the companies passed on the project because it was deemed too violent or too similar to other projects or IPs that they were developing at that time. And so it goes, you know. I mean, uh, I've had so many brushes with the Hollywood system. You know, I had a script, you know, almost be made, you know, which is so hard. Talking to these producers on the phone in my backyard, my $220,000 house at the time. Trying to be like, yeah, I'm the man. Sell it. But you know what? That shit don't bother me like it used to, man. I used to beat myself up about it. Gotta succeed. Gotta be famous. There it is. That sentence right there. Gotta be famous. Dude. I was I was living the wrong, wrong American dream or whatever. You know, like... Everyone's famous now, man. Here's something that's crazy, and you really got to wrap your head around this. Let me just get a good breath in, because I just conquered that whole hill. Yeah. I can't remember what I was about to say. I knew it was prolific, too. Mm. Catch my breath pretty quick these days. Pretty happy about that, you know? <laughs> but listen, I'm just super stoked for the future, okay? I'm super stoked for you, the listener right now, in between your earbuds, wherever you're listening to it, you got some things I like. One, I like your brain because you listen to me because you, like so many others, want to be tuned into something bigger. That they're not quite sure how to get to. And I'm not talking about the fucking Matrix, Morpheus. I'm talking about a sense of spirituality. I'm talking about a sense of belonging to something bigger. And, you know, I love your heart, too. I love people who are kind. I love people who go out of their way to do things for others. Altruistic people like yourselves. So that being said, you know, I'm not going to go any further than the heart. My name's Bob, and this has been another episode of... The Bobcast. <laughs>